It's Dwight here, and welcome to another edition of Legacy Crowned. This podcast is to help Christians navigate the ever-changing world using the unchanging Word of God. The goal here is to point people to Christ beyond church sermons, Bible study, and Sunday school. We will cover current events with specific topics where the Bible is the final authority. All of us will leave a legacy by default or design. Okay, let's turn the lights on. Today's story comes from a commercial that caught my attention during the Super Bowl. It is called He Gets Us. In the He Gets Us commercial campaign, spent about $100 million for a couple of spots during the Super Bowl between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, I said the Super Bowl, and I know it was five months ago. When I decided to do this podcast is when I recently drove past a billboard in the Chicagoland area where I live. Then I decided to revisit videos of He Gets Us, and I did some research. I found out that it was funded by Hobby Lobby, which is a Christian arts and crafts retail outlet, the National Association of Evangelicals, Christianity Today magazine, and others. According to the campaign's website, He Gets Us is a movement to reintroduce the people to the Jesus of the Bible. According to the About Us page, it says, Be assured that we're not the left or right political organization of any kind. We're also not affiliated with any particular church or denomination. We simply want everyone to understand the authentic Jesus as he is depicted in the Bible. The Jesus of radical forgiveness, compassion, and love. What about salvation and repentance? A case can be made about this. He Gets Us commercial is filled with strange theology cloaked with humanism. Rather than preach about salvation of one's soul, they uphold universal human values, the glory of self. This movement is trying to de-church Christianity to form a new and improved religion more acceptable to the spirit of the age. In other words, deconstruction. Colossians 2 and 8 says, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men according to basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. Judgment begins in the house of God, which is the final judgment on the wicked and all who reject the sacrifice of Jesus Christ as payment for sins without repentance. So let's expose He Gets Us campaign. One slogan says, Jesus was born a teen mom. True, but what they did not tell us She was considered married to Joseph, even though there was no consummation of that marriage. She was a wife and not a single mother. Another slogan said, well, Jesus was wrongly judged. True. But what did they did not tell us? Christians did not fight against the laws of the land unless they have to choose between sin and God. Another slogan said, Jesus was a rebel. True. What they did not tell us. Jesus was about his father's business. He was bucking against sin more so than the system of his day. The system consists of Pharisees and Sadducees. Romans 13 reminds us that God established government and the rulers he selected. Rebelling against government is sinful, but what Jesus did was sinless. 
And another slogan said, Jesus let his hair down. True. What they did not tell us. His appearance at the wedding in Cana is his approval of the covenant of the marriage. He created wine from nothing while exercising his divinity. John 1 and 3 says nothing was made that he did not make. Not once did any of these commercials say he died for humanity just for us. He offers gift of salvation just for us. Sins can be washed away just for us. The Bible is his story just for us. Commandments in the Bible was written just for us. He conquered death just for us. Yes, Jesus was God incarnate in human flesh. John 1 and 14 says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. John 10 30 says, I and my father are one. Philippians 2 5 through 8, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation, taking form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of man and being found appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Disciples of Christ live by what we know and not know what we feel. Branding Jesus and pimping him out to the masses is not the way to go. He gets us want to tell a better story, which is a new story different from the old story, which is already written in the Bible. He gets us presents a different kind of Jesus not found in the Bible, a Christ without the cross, a crossless Christ, invitation without salvation. Jesus said he did not call for the righteous, but sinners to repentance. False teaching is mind reaching when we are biblically illiterate. When it comes to scripture, any compromise will lead to our demise. Ultimately, the goal of this movement is inspiration, not conversion, that leads to salvation. This commercial is a fluff piece sprinkled with the name of Jesus with feel-good slogans and hashtags. He gets us, do not get him. What is the Bible's relation to the story? John chapter 6, 51-71 says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. As the Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers ate the manna and are dead. He who eats this bread will live forever. These things he said in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? 
when Jesus knew himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? This the Spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words I speak to you are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who did not believe and who would betray him. He said, therefore, I said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Jesus used these verses in terms of eternal life when he says, I am the bread of life. His sacrifice on the cross for humanity was soon coming. This was the work of his father's business. This was preceded the Holy Communion with his disciples, which is, of course, the Last Supper, which symbolizes the body and blood. The Jews quarreled among themselves because they was thinking of cannibalism or they thought that Jesus was crazy. The crowd willfully dismissed Jesus because they wanted to see more miracles. They want to be entertained and not transformed like many of today's churches. It did not bother Jesus that they took offense to his teaching. He kept on preaching the same thing. This is a lesson for preachers. It is easy to preach in season and oftentimes they will not preach out of season. In other words, using safe sermons and not challenging or being controversial. Many turned away, which means they want to walk in the flesh and not in the spirit. Once again, he gets us. Do not get him. So what promises and lessons can we apply to our daily lives? All throughout history, Satan has been bending and twisting the true gospel of God's holy word just enough to make it false. A case can be made for he gets us use a different kind of gospel which is an offshoot of humanism cloaked with social justice. Rather than preach about salvation of one's soul, there is a need to uphold universal human value, glory of self. He gets us focused on emphasis of the idea that he was just like us. This idea is heavy on inclusion in humanity of Jesus, but exclusion of his divinity. This movement is sought to de-church Christianity to form a new and improved religion more acceptable to the spirit of this age. Judgment begins in the house of God, which is the final judgment of the wicked who all reject the sacrifice of Jesus Christ as a payment for our sins without repentance. Christ alone lived a sinless life. There's a section on this website where they're not sure if he lived a sinless life or what kind of Jesus they're proposing. Paul says if Anyone teaches a different kind of gospel, let him be a curse. He gets us campaigns, never called us to acknowledge our sins, never called us to repentance, never accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, and never mentioned that Christ died for all of us. Jesus in the Bible is inclusive in invitation, but exclusive in salvation. Salvation is found in no one else. For no other name under heaven by which must be saved except the name Jesus. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Moses said, do not add to what I command you, nor take it that you may keep the commandments of 
the Lord your God, which I command you. People hate the real Jesus in the Bible. He loves us and expects us to live holy lives because he is holy. This Christianity walk does not make us better. It makes us different. No one likes their sins to be called out because they are actually make a change. It is difficult to change what we love to do. The living standards are not set by us, but through him and his word. Therefore, he gets us. Do not get him. I will close with this final thought. Our podcast verse is from 2 Timothy 4 verses 3 and 4. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. For having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. Special shout out to April Chapman and her platform, the Standard of Truth podcast. Before we go, I'd like to mention my latest book release, Wife, Life, and Legacy. Wife, Life, Legacy is available on Amazon or where books are sold. The book is available in paperback or ebook. This book is a great read for couples who plan to marry. Parents, it's a wonderful gift to give your single adult children or anyone considering marriage. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Please follow, subscribe, and download this podcast to help grow the listening audience. While you're at it, if you find value into this show, we appreciate what the rating or whatever platform you are using, or simply tell your friends, family, or anyone who can benefit from listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace.